This is Brian Finale, and you're listening to the My Lead System Pro Podcast. The podcast for entrepreneurs who want to grow, get better, and rewire your mind for success so you can build the business of your dreams. And now, it's time to dig deep with an MLSP industry top earner. Let's rock. Welcome to another episode of the Miley System Pro Wake Up Call Podcast. We have another amazing leader with us today. I love Erin because, well, I love Erin, period, space, space. But her story is just really, really cool, man. She uh, found this profession recently single, a couple kids at home, had no idea what the hell was going on, just like many of us, right, when we first get started. She didn't know how to copy and paste. She didn't know what, a, you know, internet business was. She didn't have any money. She was making less than two grand a month Canadian trying to sell her jewelry on the weekends at trade shows, right? So zero skills, zero time, zero money, right? Being a single parent, imagine, you know, that on top of trying to run her business, create the jewelry, and then get around all the provinces up in Canada to make money. Like, there's zero time there, too. Like, all the things were against her. And this was, like, maybe six or seven years ago at this point, guys. None of that mattered. In her words, it was either I'm going to go bag groceries on the side to make some money, or I've got to figure out something somewhere. And she found network marketing, struggled for a few months, did, you know, was told, did exactly what she was told to do, but didn't make any money and found what we teach her inside of MLSP. And guess what? She didn't just sit back and say, oh, that's cool. She, she did the work. She invested. She got to events. She got to retreat. She paid for mentorship. She did the thing. And it wasn't overnight at all, actually. She bounced around a couple of different companies. And it was, it's interesting, man. She kept her head down. She kept building. She kept publishing. She kept connecting, building her audience. And when, you know, she was ready, it's kind of like the opportunity showed up. And very quickly, she moved. I remember, gosh, she, like, broke records over there in that company. But she moved so many people so quickly because she was doing the work. The build, engage, sell, the framework here. And now she's free. She leads our level one workshop, top affiliate here. She's, you know, obviously a, a huge part of what we do here in MLSP and, and as well as in the summit forthcoming that starts tonight. She's just awesome. And I miss her. I miss hugging her, having a drink with her after our workshops in Austin. I do hope we get back to that here at some point here in the future. Obviously, we moved everything to online. But, uh, Aaron, I miss you. I love you. Come on out. The great Aaron Birch from Canada. Good morning, my friend. Woohoo! Thanks. Thrilled to be here thrilled to be here. And yeah, you know, I was just listening to you tell my story. And sometimes I forget how much bouncing around I actually did finding the perfect thing. But when I found the perfect business opportunity, it was because of everything I had learned in MLSP that when I launched there, my business absolutely blew up. It's because of what I learned to do through MLSP that when I launched, I brought in 65 personals in eight weeks. But it's because I'd been doing the stuff I had learned in MLSP for two years. This stuff works, guys. This stuff works. Just keep going. All right. Let's jump in. I want to talk about something today that I've never spoken about this before. But I remember this happening to me when I first started my business and I was prospecting. And I was finding that some people out there, we're testing me. So we're going to talk about why do some prospects test you? Because I remember when this was happening to me, I was like, uh, what do I do here? What do I say? How do I handle this? 
And, you know, it was new to me. Prospecting was new and being tested like that was new to me as well. So we're going to talk about why prospects and people in your life feel the need to test you and what you're going to do about it. So let's dive in. So in a nutshell, why do your prospects test you or why does anyone for that matter test you? The nutshell answer, and then we're going to dive in deeper, is because they're waiting to see your reaction. They want to see how you are going to react to them testing you. Okay? So your kids do this. They want to see how, they, how far they can go with you. Your, your partner, your girlfriend, boyfriend, husband, whatever, they'll do it to see how far, to see what buttons you have that they can push when they want to. Right? Think about it. Maybe they're, they're testing you to, you're out on a date and they're testing you to see if you're the kind of person who's going to feed them when they're 65. <laughs> That's an old Beatles song, by the way. When I'm 60, oh, it's 64 in the song. Anyway, so people will test you to see how you are going to react, okay? So prospects will do this for many different reasons. So we're going we're gonna to focus mainly on prospects here. So they're testing you to see reaction. They're testing you because they want the upper hand, okay? There are some personality types out there who feel the need to always have the upper hand. These are competitive people. These are maybe narcissistic people. They'll test you. Maybe a little bit arrogant. People who like to play mind games, right? It gives them some kind of sick, sadistic, you know, gratification. People who lack empathy, they're okay with testing you. They don't care if they hurt your feelings, right? They need an ego boost. They need an ego boost. They need to validate themselves by making themselves feel smarter, cooler, more successful than you, right? It becomes a habit for these people as well, by the way. I study a lot of psychology and a lot of human nature. People who fall into the trap of testing others, it becomes their pattern, their psychological program that they run on. Most times, they don't even realize they're doing it because it becomes a habit. But then you've got the people who do this to others consciously, and it's a little bit sick, wouldn't you say? So usually these are people who are also insecure. They lack trust in others for things that have happened in their past, right? Maybe they had somebody cheat on them. Maybe one of their parents left. They've, they've gotten into this pattern of lack of trust. And then you come along and you're having a conversation and their trust issues pop up. And sometimes this is how they deal with that. They're testing you to see if you are trustworthy. Okay? Think about that. So maybe they've had a bad experience themselves in the industry. Or Uncle John has a garage full of juice and they have a bad taste about the industry. Right? They're suspicious. They're suspicious for their own personal reasons. Do you get where I'm going here? So it makes no sense for you to take it personally if someone is testing you. Because a very good chance it has nothing to do with you. 
It's their own psychology that is causing them to feel the need to test you. They test everyone. So why take it personally? Do you see what I'm saying? Don't take it personally. Okay, so whether their reasons are completely innocent and they do it unconsciously because of their own crap from their past, or it's a kind of a nasty person who does it consciously because it gets, you know, it's an ego boost for them. They feel momentarily good about themselves because they've made you feel like crap about yourself. By the way, that is your choice to feel like crap about yourself. That is a choice, right? So whatever their reason is, it has absolutely nothing to do with you, whether this be a prospect or this be somebody in your personal life, okay? So I wanted to go over some of the psychological reasons people do this. Why is it important for you to know that? So that you don't take it personally. Don't take it personally because if you start taking things personally when you're prospecting, you're going to go down that little hole of complete, you know, oh my God, I suck. Nobody wants to work with me, blah, 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 blah. This will make you like slip into victim mode and then you won't end up prospecting. So I want to make it very clear to you that most of the things people say to you and think about you has absolutely nothing to do with you. So stop wasting time and energy taking everything personally. This was a game changer for me. This changed my life, this realization. Why am I taking everything personally? They have, they're messed up over there. They have their own issues that have nothing to do with me. Why am I taking everything personally? Because I used to do that. And it'll stop you from growing your business if you take everything personally, okay? So now let's talk about what we do with these people. What do we do with them? So in my opinion, there's one of, well, there's two things. There are two things that you can do. So first thing is get out of the conversation. If you're having a conversation with a person who is testing you, don't play their game. Don't give in. They're getting a dopamine rush if they're, you know, that kind of personality type. They're getting a bit of a dopamine rush by getting a rise out of you. Don't give them the rise. Don't play the game. Just get out of the conversation. Nice chatting with you, but I'm going to go make dinner now. Bye. Now, here's the thing. If you really do see them as a great prospect and you are personally willing to go and, you know, jump through their little hoops, that, again, is your choice. You can either unfriend them or block them. There's billions of people out there to talk to. You don't need this person if that's – if they're going to bring in a whole bunch of crap into your world, then why would you even want to close them? Why would you want to bring them into your business opportunity or MLSB if they're going to be that kind of person, right? So that's a choice for you to continue that relationship with the person. But while you're having the conversation, get out of the conversation. Just exit the conversation and go back to them at another time. You could leave the conversation if you really do want to continue the relationship. Say, I'm going to go make dinner now. Kids are hungry. But, by, but I'm curious and then ask them a question. Leave the conversation with a question. You should be doing this with all your prospects, by the way, right? So you can get out of the conversation by, by 
ending it with a question so that you can continue that conversation later. Another thing you can do, we're going to get into this, is not biting, not jumping through the hoops that they want to see you jump through. Just don't give in, right? So we're going to talk about that a little bit. So use your instinct. I really, really encourage you to use your instinct when you're having conversations with people. I'm telling you, go with your gut. If your gut says, I don't like this person, they're going to make my life a living hell, block them, unfriend block. Again, don't take things personally. You're using social media to build a business. You're not out there to try to be liked by everyone. You have to separate the two. If you're going, this person's an a-hole, but I, I don't want to unfriend them because then they'll think I'm mean. Oh, for God's sake, this is your business building platform, social media, right? Facebook, whatever. So don't worry about that. <clears throat> I mean, okay, so I won't dive too, this, too much into that because sometimes I enjoy dealing with somebody like that just because I enjoy the challenge, because I understand what's going on in their head. So think about this. They're looking for you to bite, right? So don't bite. Don't give them what they want. So if somebody says something like, usually in this industry, in a conversation, people will test you by saying something like, so... Are you doing one of those pyramid schemes? They, don't, they want to see you get all upset, right, and defend yourself. Don't do it. My response would be, no, pyramid schemes are illegal. I don't do illegal things. And then I would ask them a question. I off business. Oh, my gosh, you live in California? Oh, it's so beautiful there, blah, 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 blah. That's posture, isn't it? So here's the thing, you will never flip someone in that single conversation when they're in testing mode, nor will you when they're in prospecting mode, by the way. But while they're busy testing you, you will not flip this person. That's why you get out of the conversation and attempt it later if you really want to bother with this person. You don't have to. That is your choice, okay? So next thing, never lose your posture. This goes in all areas of life, by the way. Never lose your posture because that's what they want you to do and they win. Also, it makes you look like a crazy person. You know, you ever see the Karen out there who's like absolutely losing it? <laughs> Talk about lack of posture, right? So never let them see that they've gotten to you. So I want to tell you a story to bring this point home. This was fascinating. So as I always talk about, I love studying psychology and human nature. Like the human mind to me is so fascinating. And when you figure out how the human mind works and how different people work, it gives you an edge because you're better at the conversations when you have an idea of what's going on in their head, right? Makes sense? So I did this TikTok video a couple weeks ago. And my TikTok video was, it's a great day when you realize you no longer give a shit about what anyone thinks of you. That was the topic of my video. It's a great day when you realize you do not care what anyone thinks of you anymore. So I was reading through the comments, and there was this comment by this dude who said, he, so by the way, I turned 52 on Friday, so that gives you an idea of my age. And his comment was, 
you seem really old to have had this realization. You seem really old to have just had this realization. And instead of getting all frustrated, you know, flustered and hurt feelings, my brain goes to what would made this per what would have made this person say this? What is going on in their head that they felt the need to say that? Has nothing to do with me. It has everything to do with him. What in his world, in his mind, in his past experience made him say that? Right? Can't take it personally when you when you think about those things. So my response was completely honest. I responded with interesting comments. That's all he said. Interesting comments. Do you know what he got back to me and said? He said, I was testing you and you passed. Isn't that fascinating? He was testing me to see if I really was at a place where I didn't care what people thought of me. And I proved to him by not freaking out and getting all offended that I actually didn't care what people thought of me. I was testing you and you passed. So this is what I want for you. I want you to know that when you're being tested, you can pass the test by not getting into it with the person, by being very mellow and very casual, retaining your posture, and if you do want to respond to them, think about why they might be saying it, okay? Something's going on in their world. Never, ever lose your posture. And just answer their question from a place where you're very, very calm. Here's one thing I've learned in life. Never react to something right away. You got to give it a few minutes. If this is like an online conversation and you can give it an hour, do so. Or a day, do so. Never, ever react to something at that moment. Because if you're anything like me, the way I react at that moment is purely out of emotion. And it's never the right, I never say the right thing if I react out of emotion. I freak out, freak out. This is my, my husband knew this. He used to test me just to see me freak out. Now he can't get a rise out of me. Now we're not together anymore. But, you know, when we first split up, he would say things to try to get a rise out of me. And it didn't work because I learned all the, these psychological hacks. And I go, oh, that's interesting. What would make you say that? Instead of freaking out. So you've got to understand people are testing you has nothing to do with you. But the way you react has everything to do with you. The way you choose to react is completely your choice. You can unfriend them. You can block them. You can exit the conversation and leave, you know, ask a question, come back to it later if you really think this person's nice, but just that kind of personality type. But if you've just determined that this person is somebody you don't want stepping into your world anyway, then unfriend them, right? But never, ever, ever lose your posture. 
it's game over. If you're in a conversation and the other person has more posture than you, get out of the conversation. You will never, ever flip them. And you're going to get flustered, and it's going to affect your self-esteem, and the self-doubt's going to come in. So as soon as you know that this is happening, you get out of the conversation. I promise you, I've learned this from experience. Choose who you're talking to. Choose who you bring into your business. You don't have to bring everyone in. Don't worry about them having hurt feelings because you've unfriended them. It's business. It is business. If someone ever says to you, did you unfriend me? You go, yeah. I don't see you as being a really great prospect for my business, so I unfriended you because Facebook is my business building tool. If they have a problem with that, that's their problem. You're just being honest. I have no problem saying that to people now. <laughs> but I used to keep people as friends that I didn't even want to deal with because, oh, my God, what if they figure out I've unfriended them? And then they're going to be mad at me and my feelings will get hurt. You've got to pull your feelings out of it. Just realizing that people do and say things because of their own filter, their own past experience. And none of these things have anything to do with you. I'm going to tell you one more story because it really brings home of how people have stuff going on in their own head, right? So I have a friend and she started a new job in a restaurant. And it's uh, the, the position of hostess. You know, the people come into the restaurant and the hostess seats them. They've got their little chart because they need to make sure that in each section, you know, each waitress has the right amount of tables, not all in one section, under one, one server, sorry, server, um, that kind of thing, right? Like there's some coordination. I don't even think I could do that job. But anyway, so she just started this new job in a restaurant as a hostess. Now, the other day, one of the other hostesses comes in and she gives her a real hard time. She's like, you know, you don't know what you're doing. Go over there. And this girl's just being nasty to her. So what do you do in a situation like that? Do you say to her, don't talk to me that way. I don't deserve that, blah, 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 blah. Well, now you've created a whole bunch of tension. Here's how you deal with people like that. First, you realize what's going on in her world to make her react that way to me. I'm doing my best. I'm doing my job. I'm learning this. What's making her react in the, the, the way that she is? It's something going on in her world. Okay, let's go over this. A, maybe her husband just broke up with her. Maybe she just figured out she needs a new roof and it's going to cost her 12 grand. Maybe she's having a real hard time making ends meet. There could be something going on in her world that's making her act like that that has nothing to do with you. But here's the thing, too. Here's how you deal with that. By the way, I just discovered something from another friend that in the restaurant industry, apparently people will sabotage the new people because they don't want that person to take their job. I had no idea. So I explained to my friend, maybe say something like this to her. Oh, are you, are, have you dealt with a whole bunch of new people who take a long time to learn the job? Is that what's going on here? Because I'll learn as fast as I can. Don't worry, you won't have to do my work. So what you want to do is make the person feel heard. Once you make them feel heard, you completely diffuse the situation. They don't really know what to do. 
and all this resentment towards you that is all coming, you know, from their own personal stuff disappears because you've just shown that you're empathetic and you're listening to them. You're making them feel heard. Does that make sense? I've gone off on a slight tangent here away from prospecting, but people are people. Your prospects are still people. Just like the wait, the, the server in, in your local restaurant, just like your bank teller, just like the guy working behind the till at the gas station. Humans are humans, whether they're prospects or they're somebody, you know, in a gas station. Right? So don't take things personally because it's whatever's happened on in, in their world. So in a nutshell, when you're being tested, you do one of two things, okay? Let's end it with this. You get to unfriend them if you don't want to deal with this person. If your instinct is going, no, you are not coming into my world because you're going to mess it up, right? Unfriend them, block them, whatever you want to do because you will never flip somebody at that time, right? So next thing you're going to do is not lose your posture. Respond to them in a very calm and casual way, almost kind of flippant, like you really don't give a shit. I'm telling you. This will work. I would, I would respond personally. I would respond to what they just said in a voice message, very calm and casual, expressing, I don't really care what you think. I'm over here doing my own thing. Your opinion of me, my business opportunity, the industry, whatever, has absolutely no effect on me. It's fun, too. I got to admit, it's fun. When people can't get a rise out of you, you have the upper hand. They're trying to get the upper hand. You don't give in. You now have the upper hand. Boom. Never lose your posture. Think I'll do my next morning wake-up call on posture. Awesome. I love you guys. Remember, this is your business. Just because you're meeting people on social media, they're not all prospects. Be very careful who you bring into your world. You don't have to work with everyone. You want to work with the right people because let's, let's be honest, one toxic person in your life and you allow them to remain there can be cancerous. Don't do it. Protect your energy, my friends. Awesome. I will see you over on the MLSP fan page in about five minutes. You have been listening to the My Lead System Pro Podcast with Brian Finale and the MLSP Leaders. To learn how MLSP can help you get more leads and make more money in your business starting today, visit www.mlsp.com and take your risk-free test drive. MLSP.com That's MLSP.com, creating tomorrow's leaders today.